0: Welcome to Share Your Voice, a podcast that proves kindness is underrated. With your host, Cassidy Miller.
1: And I'm Peter Babos.
0: Hello, everyone. We are so excited to introduce you to our guest today. He's an award-winning amateur boxer and former WCW and WWE wrestling champion, who now, through his nonprofit organization, Champion of Choices, spends his time touring the country and sharing his unique message of hope, empowerment, and positivity. Please welcome Mark Miro.
2: Wow. Thank you, Cassidy, for that introduction. I'm going to have to take you on, the, uh, on tour with us. <laughs> <laughs> All thank right. you
0: for joining us. It's a pleasure to have you.
2: Thanks then, for having me.
1: So Mark, let's, let's jump right into it. So I know you have a strong background in sports. So, uh, with hockey, football, boxing, and eventually wrestling. So if you could expand on this. So what impact did sports have on shaping you as a person as uh, you went through high school, as you grew up?
2: You know, it, sports was so important in my life because it, it really, you know, you, you learn how to, uh, you know, you, you become a, a teammate and you work mm-hmm. with other people and you, yeah. you, and it's like the intestinal fortitude and the, and the strength and the commitment and the desire and the joy of, of winning. And then the, the learning from, from even losing, you know, how it could prompt you in life. I mean, it's it, sports is a lot like life, you know, there's good, the bad ups and downs. And, uh, And eventually you always look for the victory.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Uh, And well, in what ways, should I say, did this help pivot to um, leading you onto the public speaking route?
2: Well, you know, I, I tell you, it's funny because everybody thinks that you know because you're maybe like when I was wrestling, we're wrestling in front of thousands of people every night, you know, yeah. and people think you can just automatically get on stage and, and <laughs> share, or change people's lives. But I got to tell you something: I wrestled at the Elmo Dome in Texas, and in front of eighty thousand people. Oh my god! And my first presentation was in front of sixty kids at Melbourne High School. It was their football team. And I tell you, I was more nervous walking out to 60 kids looking at me like, "What are you going (laughs) to tell us? What are you going to tell us?" You know. So you know, and then I I really learned just you know about. Everybody wants hope. Everybody has dreams and goals in life, you know. And you could resonate with a student and think back when I was a kid of what I wanted in life and what I had dreams and goals and aspirations to do, you know. And the good, the bad, the you know things that kids go through—the bullying, the depression, anxiety, and all the things that kids deal with on, a, on the relevant issues that they deal with. I just want to share from my heart on how to overcome those things and and to. Be a light in this darkness, you know. To, you know, help other people. Like I got to tell you guys, there's no greater joy than helping another person.
1: You're right on that. Especially need that now, today, right? Yeah,
2: more than ever, guys. I got to tell you, we're we get more letters now from kids that are are suffering from depression or anxiety or you know hopelessness. You know, kids wondering what you know. What are we going to do? What's the future going to be like? You know, and and uh, you know we we tend to. Veg out in front of the TV, watching Netflix all day, or or <laughs> online playing video games or something, which doesn't really help you for your future. Yeah, and uh, you know, and you could fall into depression very easily through those things. Mm-hmm.
0: In some of your public speaking engagements, you tell us a story about your mom and her love for you, despite some of your poor choices you're making. And I've heard you say now a couple of times, if you tell me who your friends are, I can tell you what your future will be. So can you explain to us or expand on that a little bit more?
2: Yeah, my quote is, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. And what that really means is that we we actually become who we surround ourselves with. You know, your friends are either going to take you up or they're going to take you down, you know, and that's where you have to really, you know, um, choose your friends wisely. Like you, you have no idea the impact friendships can have on your life. And, you know, I got to tell you guys, when you see somebody come consistently talking about other people or putting them down, you know, rest assured that they're going to talk about you yeah. too, to someone else. So be very careful of that. And I find that's more true than not people. Go, oh, my friend would never do that. You'd be surprised if they're going to, you know, share stories about someone else or tell personal uh, things about people that told them not to say or something that they, they could possibly do that to you too. So that's why I said, choose your friends wisely. They're like elevators, right? <laughs> they're going to take you up or they're going to take yeah. you down. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Personally, I can, I can uh, connect with that because, I know with, with my,
1: with my dad, he's always told me, um, you don't need exactly a lot of friends, you know, just one or two close friends. And, um, you know, it's just kind of reading your environment, like you said, and then choosing your friends wisely. So amen to your that.
2: Wise, your dad is a wise man. <laughs> yeah, I said, yes. It's more Very important grateful. to him, you know, more importantly than have a ton of friends is, is to have real friends. Mm-hmm.
0: So in some recent presentations, you said that your biggest legacy was making a positive difference in someone else's life. So what advice do you have for our listeners on things they can do to create the same legacy?
2: You know, um, so many times we're young and and I was very guilty of it. You know, and I remember when I was, you know, I grew up very poor and my mom worked two jobs trying to support us. My, My parents got divorced when I was eight years old. We lived in one of the roughest gang and drug-infested neighborhoods on the west side of Buffalo, New York. We lived in this little apartment building. And I remember writing down, I had this little book that I still have to this day. I've had it for over 50 years. And it's this little book that I wrote my goals and dreams down when I was 10 years old. And, you know, a lot of more materialistic, like I want a big black fancy Cadillac, you know, I want a ski boat. I said, I'm going to be a millionaire and I'm going to have all these dreams and goals because, you know, so many times we, we think that money and fame is the key to happiness. And it's kind of what the world teaches us. and The media portray all these rich and famous people being so happy. The more money, the happier you are. Success is the key to happiness. But guys, the truth is happiness is the key to success. And happiness is a choice we all have the ability to make. See, when you realize yeah. it's not so much about with you on your, your your circumstance or situation, it's how you respond to it.
1: When you said happiness is the key to success. So for example, what, is there a little message that you could explain to all the, for example, if they're high schoolers listening right now, something that you could say to them, like just just something that, you know, there's, there's choose your friends wisely, there's uh, making good choices, obviously, and then there's... When you mention something like uh, with the media and how uh, it's portraying that, you know, having a lot of money brings your happiness. So what could you say to these high schoolers listening right now for those that are out there? You know,
2: you know when I say that, you know, happiness is, is really a choice because I always looked at happiness as a destination or, or I mean, like a destination where someday I'm going to be happy, you know, if I have this or I have that where guys, most of the things in life we have are that, that are important. We already have a family, friends, you know, relationships that we, we strive in life to, to want to have and build. And when you look back on your life, think what was most important? Like, when I when I'm on my deathbed, I'm not gonna ask for my diploma or care how much money I had to make. All <laughs> people are following me on Facebook. I'm just say where's my where's my family, my brother, my sister, husband, wife, whatever it is that you have in your life, you know. And I learned that I learned that the hard way. That's I, I lost so much. I lost so many close family members. My little brother and sister both died at 21. My oh, mom, I'm so
0: sorry. I'm sorry about no, that. Yeah.
2: Thank you and you know the story about my mom. She died. She was only 58 when my mom died. And my dad died while I was holding him in my arms in the hospital. So I've lost so much. I've lost so many friends over through drug overdose, through the professional wrestling industry. And through those losses, I really learned how precious life is, you know, and how much we should cherish every moment we have and every day. Um, and don't get me wrong, guys. Not like I don't have like a bad day, but I tell you something: they're very few and far in between. Because as soon as I start feeling a little down, I start really having gratitude in life for what I have and my health. I mean, look at look at the people suffering from COVID. That some people are on ventilators right now, and I think to myself, "My gosh, I'm so blessed that I'm healthy." Mm-hmm. I'm. Happy, I, yeah. I can help other exactly. people. I can make a difference, you know. Instead of thinking, "Oh gosh, I can't believe this happened," or you know, "This is going wrong," or "Or I can't go here. Or I can't do this." And I just tend to, I man, more than count my money, count
1: my blessings. <laughs> Really taking the time, this you know, not overlooking everything that we have right
2: now. But guys, don't get me wrong. I'm all about going after dreams and goals. You know, um, you know, financial success and and pursuing your 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 goals and dreams. And I'm I'm all about that. But you know, it's it's that when you make that stuff more important than what's truly important in our life, and sometimes we don't realize that till we lost some of the most precious people in our life. You know, I always was going after riches and fame, and then all of a sudden I lose a loved one. Like the story about my mom that you've seen uh, Cassidy is that it's so powerful because it's like the realization that here I am wrestling overseas in Japan Mm. and I get a phone call that my mom died. And all of a sudden it was like my whole life changed. It's like, it hit me. It's like all I did was care about being rich and famous and doing all this stuff and not paying attention, not returning my mother's phone calls, uh, you know, being not nice to her. And I just remember, I walked out into the middle of the street. I was in Hiroshima, Japan. And I remember walking down the street and just looking up and just saying, Mom, I'm so sorry. And it just really resonated with me. And I said, I don't want other people to have to go through what I went through. I don't want people to live with regrets. I want people to realize how precious family is and that that, you know, we only have them for such a, sh- a short time in this, on this planet.
0: Valuing what you have, your family, your friends, the love that they give you every day, it's it's very precious. And when that goes away, you're like, why didn't I take the time to just spend time with my family or whoever is in your life? And,
1: and Mark, you know, I, I'm, let me expand on that a little bit, Cassidy. So for example, like with myself, especially starting my senior year with high school, and um, it's... I just got a car this year, for example, and it's my personal car. But when I was in my sophomore junior year, I really learned to value because people take that for granted, the things that they're given. And I've really learned to value, okay, so this is what I'm gonna use it for. This is my responsibility. And it's that's just one example. Going off what you were saying, Mark and, and Cassidy, it's it's really just valuing everything. And then honestly, in my you know, what I've seen so far and what I've heard from from both of you. Um, seeing how much that that you have, um, seeing that how much you value, could in turn make you even happier.
2: You know, I, I wrote a book ten years ago called "How to Be the Happiest Person on the Planet," and you know, after writing the book, I it was my first book that I wrote, and um, you know, looking back on that now, and you know, one thing I found more more important than than being happy. And this is going to sound a little strange, but it's being content. See, happiness comes and goes. I mean, you you know, there's good things that happen in life, and of course, there's sad things. But when you find contentment in life, you could be in any place and still be peaceful. You know, be in the midst of of chaos and still being peaceful and content in life. And I've I found that I've learned how to get to that place because it brings the joy in the happiness. But guys, I got to tell you, the most important thing, the greatest joy I have, the happiness I can ever find myself will never never be financial it's the difference I make in someone's life. Every day we get about a hundred messages a day through our social media. And when you read a letter of, of a student that changed, that you changed or saved their life, I, it is the greatest thing that to know that you had an opportunity to make a difference in somebody's life. Mm-hmm. And that's where I really have found the joy and, and the peace in my own life. Um, you know, guys, I, I got a, a letter from a student and, um, I want to read it to you, and Cassie, the reason why I want you to hear this, this is a short letter, but it's because you, you, re- you referred to my mother's, my mother's the video about my mom. Uh, this young lady wrote to me, and she said, I had pills in one hand and a drink in the other. I had enough to end my life. I was ready to leave all because I didn't fit in. I felt unwanted, like I wasn't supposed to be around, like I was God's mistake. I looked on Facebook one last time and saw your video about your mom. I looked at your page and with tears rolling down my face, I put the pills away and read your posts. This was 10 minutes ago. If it wasn't for that video, I would be filled with pills on my way to see God. Thank you. So would you get wow. a like of that? It just makes you realize the impact you had and how I could have, when my mom died, I could have been resentful and bitter and angry and just mad at the world, but I wanted I wanted to give something back. I wanted to know that my my, seem, my mom would always pray for me to be, like, I became the man my mom always prayed I would be. <laughs> so <laughs> exactly, I didn't want to do it back then. You know, she said, Mark, why can't you be kinder? Why can't you be this or that? And, I, and it was like, I would just argue with my mom and addicted to drugs and everything I was going through in my life and being so cruel. And then I think now that, my mom's prayers actually worked because I became that man. And now I can spread that joy and help other people. We need more that's people often. like you, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> it's, that's we need all. more you know, people like you. Yeah. It's no, honestly awesome. I, I think I'm talking to two right now. So that's pretty cool.
1: <laughs> it's amazing what you've done and, and, and all, you know, in, in everything that yeah. you've done, like, especially you with know, the post been, um, message.
2: It's been 14 years since I started speaking at schools, my 14th year presenting at schools. And, we average about 250 events a year up until COVID hit in March. And um, before that, we were just going nonstop. And I was on a plane every day. We went to Russia and spoke at schools in Russia. Oh, wow. We went to Guatemala last year. And so we're touring all over. And, and, and you know, as soon as this, we can get back to, you know, some sort of normalty, I don't know if we'll ever go back to the way it was, but it will be normal. It'll be some sort of normal nor- normalcy uh, eventually. And uh, But I hope we can take away what we learned from this and and. You know, the 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 kindness and empathy and compassion we can have for other people because we lost a lot of people during this hard times and and many families have lost jobs and struggle financially and have had really and, and the, the depression, the anxiety that many families are going through, the suicide rate is the highest it's ever been. So we're seeing some real traumatic things happening. And I think that's why. We can all choose to be a light in this darkness in this tough time.
1: Yeah. And, and Mark, I, it's, I'm sure, um, with all those, with everybody who's, who's seen your post, for example, who's, who's heard about you and heard your message. I'm sure they're, they're really grateful. Cause I know when, when, when Cassidy, uh, first introduced me to you know, about, about you and, and what you've done. Uh, and I, I, I watched that five minute video about, uh, the story about your mom, uh, Couple of tears came to my eye, and I was like, "It's it's amazing what how you've, in a sense, turned it around and and, and really just you know like you said, your mom's prayers came true."
2: Um, guys, I just want to say that you know it, you, even though we're going through a difficult time with with COVID, and, and some schools are doing a lot of stuff on on you know virtually and online, and and some schools have opened up somewhat, and it's just different. You know, everybody's wearing masks now, and yeah. And, <laughs> You you gotta you gotta stay positive. Our minds are so powerful. And you know, I often look at your your minds like a, a muscle, like you know, when you work out, Peter, you get stronger and stronger. And the same thing, when you have a positive attitude, you become stronger and stronger in that. And and I really encourage people because see, you you gotta believe that your your best years are ahead of you you know, and because I meet so many adults that say, you know, Mark, those were the days and I'm here to tell you, man, no, yeah. these, are the days, <laughs> these are the days right now, man, we can make such a difference. Mm-hmm. So believe that your best years are ahead of you and be kind to each other, help, help someone else, you know, do something for someone that maybe when you were going through a hard time, someone did for you, or you wish someone did for you when you see someone struggling or going through a hard time. And, and, you know, I got to tell you, a smile goes so far, you know. I mean, I it's funny. Like, I can walk down a, a street and someone's walking the opposite way. And I'll say, hi, how are you? And they look like look at me like I'm crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people will say, oh, I'm doing great. How are you? You're know, the real kind. And, you know, but I never get mad. Like, why did I say anything to that person? Because, you know, you just never know. The thing is, you never know what somebody's going through in life. And that smile, that kind word can make all the difference in their day. Mark. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's,
1: it's honestly, it's been amazing to get to know you a little better and another thing to have you on the show. And um, I'm certain that your words have made a difference not only in our lives, but um, a lot of lives. So we'd, we'd love for you to come back and join us again one day for sure. So.
2: Well, I definitely will come back when you guys invite me. Peter, Cassidy, it's been a pleasure talking to, to you guys. And I, I wish you all the best. And, and God bless your friends, your school, your families. Take care, guys.
0: Thank you so much. And to our audience, thank you for joining as well. Um, if you want to learn more about Mark Miro and his vision, please visit his website at thinkpause.org. That's T H I N K P O Z dot O R G. Or you can visit his YouTube channel for a ton of great inspiration videos. So that about wraps up the podcast. Um, Mark, is there anything else you would like to add?
2: I just want to say you guys are great hosts, you know, and you got a (laughs) future here, kids. Thank you. Thank you so much. Take care. All right. Thank you, Mark.